Do you ever wonder if teaching is the only calling in your life? Hi, I'm Rosie. I'm a faith-driven teacher and entrepreneur who loves Jesus. I believe that teachers make the best entrepreneurs. We are planners, managers, and doers. We are passionate and we love changing people's lives for the better. We are also some of the hardest working people on the planet, hands down. Using these strengths as entrepreneurs make us an unstoppable powerhouse. So come and be inspired by amazing faith-led teachers who live every day with passion, purpose, and intention as they pursue their purpose beyond the classroom. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, well, ladies, teacher friend, I have a treat for you. Super, super, super excited you're here. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Purpose Beyond the Classroom. So I had a chance some time ago to interview a very dear friend of mine. Her name is Crescenda Jones. Now, she is going to just blow your minds today. Um, she actually was featured on my other podcast a while ago. So I wanted to bring her into this one because she is you guessed it. She is in the education field. She's actually a retired educator. I'll tell you a little bit more about her in, well, she'll tell you a little bit more about herself in the interview. But right now she is a transformation coach. She's a counselor and an author. I love her books, by the way. And she has been personally instrumental to me in my own healing process. You know, I've, I've gone through a journey of healing myself and that's another story. I actually tell that more in my other podcast. I have an episode on that, but she is just amazing. She's helped many other people heal through counseling and timeline therapy. She has personally overcome so many of so many things and particularly health challenges in her life, but also other, other things as well. Um, a lot of, you know, mental health and emotional things like that. So she's just amazing, amazing. Um, just, you know, such an inspiration. And my prayer is that this episode will encourage you. You know, we are educators, you know, we're, we're difference makers. If you're listening and you're still in education, you know, you are a difference maker, no matter all the things that you may be going through right now, the challenges, there's so many challenges we have as educators, particularly in the public and even private school sector, but I, I speak for more for the public because that's where I've been working for over 15 years. So we go through a lot. Um, also homeschool moms, if you're listening, I've had homeschool moms on my show who were also in the, in the classroom. Um, but we go through a lot and, um, but there's nothing to say that, you know, this is the only journey that we need to take. In Crescenda's case, um, her health had to, you know, took her away from the education field, but God had a different plan for her, you know. Um, so now she's doing other amazing things. But I want to encourage you, and I pray, sister, that this will help you to know, like, look, you know, you can be in this field, you can do other things, you can do things on the side, or maybe one day you can do something completely different. God may have a journey for you that you may not even know. <laughs> so anyway, my prayer is that she will encourage you and enjoy. Today, I have another very special guest. Actually, she's a very dear friend of mine, and she is amazing and awesome, and you ladies will love her probably just as much as I do, although I doubt that because I think I love her more. 
Her name is Crescenda Jones, and she is an author, a counselor, and a transformation coach. So, you ready? Here we go. Hello, Crescenda. Welcome Hello. to the show. Yay. <laughs> I'm so Thank happy you. to have so you. So grateful to be here. So happy to have you here and so excited we can finally get to have this yeah. opportunity to speak. And I have I have some questions for you. I'm sure you're going to bring so much value to all of us. And I can't wait to hear all the things that you want to share with us. Awesome. So, yeah. So I just want to start with uh, a basic question. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and what do you do? Well, that's a long story. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been here a few years, you know. So, well, I'm so grateful, though, that, you know, your focus is about supporting women who are, you know, in business. Mm -hmm. And uh, so just a little bit about me, uh, I was born in Washington, D.C., and I've lived in Maryland and Pennsylvania and New Jersey and uh, when, yeah, Pennsylvania. And then we went to North Carolina and uh, also lived in Georgia. So I've been around, but uh, I got baptized um, as a disciple in 1986. And that really is a foundation for everything for me. Um, including business. Uh, so I have uh, worked with three different businesses personally, and I have my MBA also. Um, but my heart of hearts is that of supporting people through counseling and coaching. Uh, so I was a teacher, then I was an administrator, vice principal, principal, then central office administrator. And unfortunately, I got really sick in 2012, and I had to retire uh, so uh, lupus and autoimmune issues, but I'm feeling much better, which is great. Um, so now I really commit, uh, I'm committed to uh, supporting people through uh, counseling and coaching. And uh, I've written a couple of books, which, um, uh, which has been exciting just to share things that I've learned and things that have helped me. So um, I am single. Um, I don't have a Fernanda and Rosa. I don't have a man by my name. <laughs> I am you have single. a G Jesus and Crescenda. That's what you have. Hey, and scripture talks about That's God right. being our husband. He loves us so much. So yeah. So during the time that I got my degree in professional counseling, uh, my supervisor there in Miami uh, introduced me to uh, NLP and uh, timeline therapy, and it just really revolutionized my life. So I was so grateful. And now that's mainly what I do with people, just really rewiring their neural circuits subconsciously. So, you know, consciously we know stuff, but 95% of what's going on with us is subconscious. So that is my area of specialty and where I focus, and it is awesome. That's a little bit about me. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Now, let's talk a little bit about these books. So I know there's one book particular that I really want to know about because there's two that I actually own. <laughs> uh, I know that you have written, I understand three books, two of which I personally own. Like I said, I love, love your, what you've written. Um, it has brought so much value and is such a need, but I really would love if you could share first about the first two books with our audience, if you could share about those first two books and also, you know, what motivated you to write them? Okay. All right. So the first book, um, is spiritual maturity, God's will for emotional health and healing. And, uh, so that came out of my personal growth efforts and also just walking with friends on the journey to grow and be healthy emotionally. 
And uh, so after I retired in 2013, uh, my brain was still working really, really well, but my immune system just was not cooperating. So I was like, hey, let me just share the things that I've learned just because I really saw that there was a need. And I felt like emotional health and healing was the missing link for so many people who want to be successful. You know, so many people, whether it is spiritually or in their career or in relationships, you know, I just saw that uh, many times we ignore that, you know. And so once again, for me, my foundation is spiritual. But on top of that, I know that I can't be healthy spiritually without being healthy emotionally. So that was the reason for the first book and just to share uh, my journey in facilitating a whole bunch of uh, discussion groups using a book called Healing for Damaged Emotions. And that was written by David Siemens. And so I just wanted to share more, uh, you know, to a wider audience, how amazing it is to have a group of folks who are on the journey with you and towards health and healing. So that's the first book, Spiritual Maturity, God's Will for Emotional Health and Healing. And that's why I wrote that one. And then the second one, a similar title, but totally different topics. Uh, the second one is Spiritual Transformation. And that uh, subtitle is Emotional Intelligence and Freedom. And so in 2018, after my degree in professional counseling, I went to some special training and got training in timeline therapy and NLP. And so in this book, I really wanted to share more about emotional intelligence because it's one of my favorite workshops to do, uh, Mastering Emotional Intelligence based on a book by Brad Brary and Graves uh, titled Emotional Intelligence 2.0. So my book is kind of like the spiritual companion to that book, uh, which is amazing. You know, Fortune 500 companies use the book and use their program all the time. So I uh, combine, you know, the Bible with that to give a foundation for people just to really transform and grow. Uh, so I wrote that book because I was so excited about how timeline therapy transformed me and so excited to just give people the how to transform. You know, there's so much information out there, but I was a math major, so I'm really practical. You know, okay, yeah, thanks for the information, but how do we do this? You know, how can we really transform? So that was the impetus for my second book, uh, Spiritual Transformation, Emotional Intelligence and Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the first book uh, was especially special for me because you mm -hmm. did mention the Siemens book and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just to share, I went through the healing uh, book as well, the program, program, quote unquote, I call it, it's not really a program, but it's more like reflections, mm -hmm. but being in the group personally, um, I know being with, you know, mm -hmm. you, you had the heart to lead that group here in our church in, in Miami mm -hmm. when you were here. And that ha has been just transformational for me, has really helped me so much. So the companion to that book, it's almost like a companion, I, I feel like, right? And it has, has really been like, oh my goodness, this is, and, and it kind of, you know, if you've never done the, if you've never been through uh, the healing uh, for damaged emotions, if you've never read that book, I highly encourage um, everyone, honestly, everyone, because I think we can mm -hmm. all benefit from, from mm -hmm. it. So Thank you for sharing about those two books. Now, I'm dying to know about this third book, okay? So <laughs> please, please, please tell us uh, tell us all about it. I, I love the title. You, I want you to share the title. The, the title is amazing. But please tell us about the third book and what inspired you to write it. 
Wow. Well, I've been on a journey just like all of us. You know, we have times that we are really excited about and then we have some times when we need to process some grief. All right. Mm. So um, the title of my new book, I just submitted it to the publishers. uh, So it'll be out by the end of July. Uh, Well, July, it'll be out. And this book is titled Mind Powered Singles, Creating Life to the Full. So even though it's mind-powered singles, uh, this book can be helpful for anyone. The reason I call it mind-powered singles is because I am single once again. <laughs> so for the last couple of years, I, had, I was not single. I was in a relationship and scheduled to get married. And um, I wrote this book because I think it was a part of my grief journey and just shared what brought me through. You know, supposed to get married, got everything set up, uh, the venue, uh, the DJ, you know, the minister, the food, the honeymoon, the dress, you know, everything set up. And then we decided to postpone the wedding initially, then we canceled the wedding, and then we broke up. And so um, I think that I would not have done well if I had not going through that transformational breakthrough process using timeline therapy because um, I just had so many negative emotions and limiting beliefs, that emotional baggage, you know, that if I hadn't gotten rid of that with that breakthrough process, I would have just spiraled down, you know, and with my health issues too. So it's called Mind Power Singles Creating Life to the Full because God came so that we can have life to the full, John 10, 10. Mm-hmm. You know, Satan wants to jack us up, mess mm-hmm. us up, you know, take us out. But uh, God has come, you know, to us in Jesus so that we could have life to the full more abundantly. So that's why I wrote this book, um, you know, just how I got through my grief. And I love to have singles, you know, there are pockets of singles who are doing really well, but um, many singles uh, seem to be struggling a bit, you know, not just singles now, because a lot of my clients are married. So, oh yeah, they, you know, for sure. But for sure. I'd love to see the singles ministries flourish some. And, uh, one thing that I love about this book is I have 12 testimonies from singles all over, uh, you know, just about how they are living life to the full. So, and using, you know, just using the power of the mind also, some of them talk about that. So, I did see I did see that part uh, in the appendix that you sent about the testimonies. And I thought that is so powerful. When you have testimonies there, I I don't know what is more powerful just to Mm -hmm. hear it from other people who are Mm -hmm. living it. Right. And I'm excited. So um, a a little insight, my my husband and I and Chrisenda knows this. My husband and I, for a few years, we were helping to lead a singles ministry. My husband Mm -hmm. has a background in leading singles ministry as well, Mm -hmm. where, where his original uh, location uh, where he lived was mm-hmm. and um, and he recently also wrote a book and right. is also in the process of getting it published and it's about singles ministry and yes. so we're excited to get that out there soon mm-hmm. hopefully God willing um, but mm-hmm. yeah I totally uh, absolutely you know singles ministry well any ministry really but mm-hmm. singles ministry really is uh, has a special place in our hearts and I, I do believe that, you know, there is so much, oh my goodness, uh, we, mm-hmm. you know, when you're single, you have, oh goodness, uh, so much more time, so much more, um, 
you know, resources. I mean, just you have the, you know, we all have talents and gifts. I believe that married or not or single, but I, there's nothing mm -hmm. like being single, whether that is a stage mm -hmm. in your life or just your life, because I don't like to call it a stage because sometimes, Hey, that might be the life and that's okay. You know, I was single for a while too, for nine years as a single mom, you know, mm -hmm. single, married, single mom. Mm -hmm. I, I think I said that in a, I, I did talk about that in one of my previous episodes. Mm -hmm. And so that, that stage of my life though, I, I is no regrets. I lived it. I felt mm -hmm. like I lived it as to the full if possible. I mean, I, I, I did my master's degree mm -hmm. during that time while having kids. It, it's, it really, we have so much potential. Mm -hmm. So when you say life mm -hmm. to the full, mm -hmm. I mean, it is so true. It is really our decisions whether or not to live yes. that life to the full yes. and with the multiple resources we have around us, including mm -hmm. people like you, Crescenda, mm -hmm. that if we have uh, situations where we have to, you know, perhaps overcome certain things, right. Mm -hmm. And maybe we do need some timeline therapy or, or whatever else, maybe just some counseling that they are mm -hmm. so available everywhere right now. So mm -hmm. I appreciate you for being that amazing resource for so many Christians that need it. Um, and so I, I definitely am grateful for you. And also I'm, I'm excited about this book. So I wanted to um, ask you, there's a part of this book that's called Limiting Beliefs. And that part okay. also caught my attention. So mm -hmm. let's see, can, can you define for us, um, perhaps within the context of this book, what are limiting beliefs and mm -hmm. what are some things that can help people overcome limiting beliefs in your experience? Okay. All right. So this is what I talk about in my book, mainly. <laughs> And I just finished it today is, wow, I just submitted it like three days ago. So I'm a little loose in my brain. It's like, oh, what, what, what? But um, so a limiting belief basically um, is something that holds us back. Uh, so it is something that we think, that we believe, um, that, that kind of dulls us out. I, I like to think of a ball and chain that we're carrying with us mentally or emotionally. And so for me, and I've shared this many times, my greatest limiting belief that really impacted me so much was I always felt like I wasn't enough. That no matter what I did, I just wasn't enough, you know? Um, and I felt like I had to be a perfectionist because I did deep down in my soul of souls, you know, in my heart of hearts, you know, in my subconscious mind, I felt like I wasn't enough. And so beliefs, uh, you know, we can ha have a fear of being a failure. We can even have a fear of being, you know, successful. We can um, feel like we have to fix things and take care of everybody, you know, or we can feel like we're not important or we're not lovable. So those are some limiting beliefs, things that really drive our behavior subconsciously. Uh, so when I think of limiting beliefs, that's what I think of, uh, because it's all connected, you know, our mental, mental, uh, state, our body and uh, our physiology, and then also our emotions are all connected. And so unfortunately, if we have those internal representations that are negative, uh, and limiting, they will drive our behavior. And so when we can't figure out why in the world am I behaving the way that I am, subconsciously, 95% of what's going on with us is subconscious, that drives our behavior. And so it's really awesome that we can actually rewire those subconsciously and eliminate those limiting beliefs so that we can be all that God wants us to be. And I'm glad you mentioned rewiring because, you know, it, it's now, you know, perhaps, yes, you know, some, some, some speeches, maybe some motivation, some encouragement, depending, I think, on the, 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 
maybe it's not in such a deep level. I don't know, but I mm-hmm. feel like everybody could, I, you know, because these limited beliefs, like you explained, a lot of people mm-hmm. talk about them. Maybe you, mm-hmm. you hear them on podcasts, you hear them on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like, oh, the easy thing to do is just motivate people and give them a nice speech. And it, the thing mm-hmm. is that I know that it goes deeper than that. And so yes. the fact, yeah. So the fact that what you do, what you do, yes. th- that you do what you do, um, yes. I, I'm seeing it as such so much more important and so much more necessary right isn't that correct yeah and and so you know our thoughts this is one of my favorite quotes here not not i have another one too but bruce lipton is is one of the um experts in the field and he says our thoughts are mainly controlled by our subconscious all right and you cannot change the subconscious mind by just thinking about it the subconscious mind is like a tape player you got to change the tape or it will not change so uh, we have to access our subconscious mind. We can't just like, we all know our ABCs because we've said it over and over again. But, you know, I don't, I've read a million verses, you know, read my Bible a million times and still in my subconscious mind was the belief that I wasn't enough. And so what timeline therapy does is it changes those beliefs and those negative emotions in our subconscious mind. And so that's what makes it so different. Uh, and, uh, you know, talk therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, all very helpful for me, very helpful, even EMDR. But it wasn't until timeline therapy where the thing that drives us was changed in me. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing yeah. that makes us who we are was changed because it's all stored in our subconscious mind. So I was so grateful. I'm like, yay. And you asked for some limiting beliefs. I'm just, can I be a little personal? Here? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Please. So, you know, I wrote this third book um, just because I was processing lots of grief, grief and it just hit me that, oh, there's some limiting beliefs that are keeping me stuck in my grief, mm. all right? Mm-hmm. And so I, when I figured out, I'm like, oh, why did it take me so long to figure out that these beliefs are keeping me stuck in my grief and holding on to the hope in that relationship? And so some of them were, I'm supposed to be married. I need to be married, you know? Now, some of these things are appropriate and true in some relationships, but they were no longer true for my relationship. I thought it's not okay that I am single. It's just not okay. Now, you've seen a lot of people who think that way and feel that way, and they are so stuck. You know, they're so focused on that because what we think, that's where all our energy goes, you know? And so it can really hurt us, you know, and I thought I'm supposed to be married to this particular person because of my prayer. I thought, you know, together we can have an amazing relationship. We can manage the challenges and relationship dynamics. We can be great partners and we can be used by God to, you know, make a difference in the world. And so because those things were ingrained and and planted in my subconscious mind, they were driving my behavior and it made grief so much more difficult because that I was still hoping and subconsciously planning and so it I I just was like wow after I did timeline therapy to get rid of those I felt like oh my gosh I can breathe why did it take me so long to figure out that I was still thinking the same not consciously I wasn't thinking these things consciously I was still thinking them subconsciously you know yeah so I'm just so very grateful uh you know so I talk about that in the book you know just where I'm like praise Jesus I can move on, you know, so very grateful for that. 
Amen. Well, well, it's, it looks like this this book has so much value, and and I, I I really am thinking like, wow, definitely. I see where where it's not just for singles. I see where it could yes. be for everybody, married or single, right? Yep, because we need that mind power. You know, we need Absolutely. to be able to utilize the strength of our ability to think and to feel and to understand. That's what mind power is. Using that strength. Some of my friends, you know, write about that in their book. But um, yeah, I'm just so grateful that God gave us the power and we need to know how to use it. Awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to ask you to expand a little bit about what mind power means. So would you maybe give us another example of of being mind powered versus not being not mind powered? Wow. Well, the most simplest one uh, in relation to emotional intelligence is just being aware. Mm. Gotcha. You know, I mean, we can numb ourselves so much with busyness, with drama, <laughs> with goals, um, where we don't allow ourselves to be aware of ourselves and aware of other people. Uh, you know, we can stay on our phones, social media. Uh, you know, we can even do good things, you know, even be committed to church and just kind of living on autopilot. You know, and so once we are aware, you know, then we can make some decisions. But, uh, and this is so powerful, if we are not aware even of what's going on in our subconscious mind, if we're not aware of what's going on consciously in our mind, we can't manage it. It manages and controls us. Wow. So we definitely want to be aware so that we can manage it. We want to be the boss of our own minds. One, one version of a, of a scripture says that we need to be the boss of our minds. I'm like, oh, that's so powerful. That is powerful. So either we're the boss or we're letting Satan be the boss. You know, so that's where the power comes in, where we are aware and we can utilize and optimize, you know, all that God has given us. So I have tons and tons of information on the brain, on the mind and how to do that in my, in both of my latest books. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I can't wait. I can't wait till it's published and I can't wait to get it and read it. I'm super excited. I'm a real fan. I'm a real fan of yours. And Aww. I'm really, really, really happy because not only of these books, but because you've personally uh, have touched my life and have been so instrumental in my life as well. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. So I wanted to end the show with two <laughs> questions. Okay. Uh, to get to know you a little bit on a more spiritual level. Mm -hmm. uh, so, well, the first one is, it's not as spiritual, but perhaps it's, it's actually an interesting question. It's what is one of your favorite, I know you just mentioned one, but what's another mm -hmm. one of your favorite motivational quotes? And then also what is one of your favorite Bible verses? Okay. All right. So lately, over the past, since 2018, <laughs> since 2018, uh, you know, just having some struggles and feeling like, okay, why am I carrying this emotional baggage? You know, I've made decisions in my life, especially about hurts and forgiveness, but the emotions are still there. You know, um, I made decisions that, hey, I am God's beloved daughter, but the reality is the feelings of shame or guilt are still, shame still there. You know, so um, Joe Dispenza is one of my favorite folks in the field. And he has said that a memory without the emotional charge is called wisdom. You know, and Proverbs is all about wisdom. Absolutely. Life is all about wisdom. You know, the how-to of living life. And I love that, you know, what he talks about in many of his books and his videos is that 
we can eliminate that negative, that emotional charge. And when we do, those emotions aren't controlling us and we can live in wisdom. So that it was just so encouraging to me because that led to what my second book talks about, freedom. You know, I could feel free and clear of those limiting beliefs and those negative emotions. So I love that. And that's connected to the theme scripture in my third book, John 10, 10. Uh, has always uh, forever, I don't even remember when it became one of my favorite scriptures, but I felt like I had been through so much in my life, just like most people, you know, growing up in a dysfunctional family, there's not a whole lot of functional ones, <laughs> you know, growing up where uh, my dad was emotionally unavailable and just generational codependency on the female side. Uh, you know, my stepfather, unfortunately, was an alcoholic. And so I just saw so much hurt and pain and dysfunction and, uh, you know, just in the, on the macro level and the micro level, you know, I just saw it in my family and then in the society overall. And so, you know, it is it, so true that Satan comes to still kill and destroy. We see it all the time. We saw it, you know, this past week in Buffalo. Mm, uh, it just breaks yeah. my heart so much. It's mm -hmm. trauma after trauma after trauma in our world today. Uh, but Satan came to still kill and destroy, but Jesus came so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. And, you know, I didn't have that hope <laughs> before I committed myself to God. You know, I had looked for answers everywhere, you know, in education and social programming, you know, and things just weren't really changing people from the inside out, you know? And so that scripture really keeps me going and it helps me to know that, man, God loves me and I'm his beloved daughter. And he wants all of us to be his beloved sons and daughters. And he wants us to have life and have it abundantly until we get to the great banquet. Yay! Amen. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. So awesome core and awesome scripture. scripture. I love how yeah. it's all connected. Thank you so much for sharing. So yes. how can how can we connect with you? How can our listeners connect with you? Oh, cool. So ChrisendaJones.com uh, is my website. So my two books are there. Information about coaching. And the timeline therapy breakthrough process is there. Some success stories are there. Uh, we just started a new book discussion. Uh, so this was weird to do a book discussion on my book. I was like, oh, I've never done that before. Uh, but um, once the new book cover comes out, it'll be on my website, chrisendajones.com. Awesome. And I'll definitely make sure to have it in the show notes. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Crescenda. And I, I was, I'm just overjoyed that you were able to join us today. And just thank you for sharing all that you did. And I know that you, you have, you know, you were vulnerable, but not just with me, but with people who don't know you. And that is something that is definitely not easy to do. But I know that with you just having all the healing that God first, and then everything, right? The timeline therapy, all the help that you've gotten throughout the years has mm -hmm. really helped you overcome so much. And I know that I know that you have that heart to help others and you have been doing so already. So mm -hmm. ladies, uh, I'm telling you, Crescenda uh, yes. is a, a woman of honor, integrity. Mm -hmm. She is just a, has an amazing heart, super professional. I mean, one of the, one of just the most powerful Christian leading women that I have ever met in my entire life and loves Jesus with all her heart. So I recommend her highly if you're interested in anything that she's had to um, say or offer and definitely check out 
check out the books because they are at least the first two that I read, but this one also sounds amazing <laughs> and they are awesome. So thank you so much, Crescenda, for being with us again. I love you dearly. Love you and, too. Yeah. And, uh, and thank you. And ladies, I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. All right, my beautiful sister and teacher friend, I hope that you enjoyed this show and that it brought you inspiration and some encouragement. And if it's in your heart, feel free to give me a five-star rating. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you may also do the same thing on Spotify. And of course, if you want to leave a written review, I would love to hear from you. I actually love reading my reviews. I love them because they bring me not just encouragement, but they tell me that they're making some kind of impact in your life. And not only that, but the more reviews the show gets, the more attention it gets, which means that more teachers can be reached so they can be inspired as well. Ladies, thank you so much again for joining me and I will see you in the next one.